Okay, guys, thank you for tuning in to our third and final uh, mini training on finance. So if you missed, number one was all about credit, your personal credit, your business credit. Number two was how to leverage that credit into uh, getting debt to grow your business. And we're going to wrap it up here with the equity side of the company. And so kind of what I want to talk about uh, as, as we get going is I just want to lay this introduction out there that when you're dealing with uh, you know, debt and equity have to go hand in hand. And the way that I like to look at it is I like to understand that every single asset in your company, every single asset from a balance sheet perspective is bought with either debt and or equity. And so as you grow your assets, you're going to grow your debt and your equity. In fact, the way that I like to look at it, and we're not going to get into all the details here, but if you want to manage assets in a company, there's only two things that you need to manage. Manage your cash flow, because that will manage all of your current assets. And then if you manage your debt and equity, that will manage all of your long-term assets. And so you're going to manage your current assets and your long-term assets by just looking at cash flow and debt and equity and how that fits into the balance sheet. Hey, can we take uh, just a quick step back? And you? No, no, no. I'm <laughs> I, like the the whistle blew. I took off sprinting, and I I was excited. I noticed, but you missed the first hurdle. So <laughs> I don't even know if I was on the track. Like I'm, oh yeah, you I'm, were. I'm running. You know, I'm I'm just gone. Yeah, no, you got you got the hurdle. So I. I want to go back and talk about equity because too often when I use the word equity, I hear two terms, two terms come up like sweat equity or like asset equity. What do you mean by equity when you talk about financing my business? So can we jump just a hair back and let's put some definition there so that everything else going forward that has context. <laughs> Thank you for reeling me in. Uh, so the first thing that I'm going to say is I rarely like things that are sweaty and gross, uh, including Amen. sweat equity. Like, just so let let me let me give a definition of equity. Equity is the owner's portion, and uh, an easy way to understand that if you're not super familiar with equity is that equity is a concept, not an actual amount. I like to look at homeowners' equity. Everyone's familiar with homeowners' equity. You know, you talk about all the equity that you have in your home. Well, if I've got $100,000 of equity in my home, I can't go to the bank and say, hey, I'd like that $100,000. They won't give it to me because it doesn't actually exist until I sell the asset. Correct. And, and that's kind of where I was going with, you know, talking about debt and equity are going to be asset management is I can't ignore the asset side when I look at the equity. And, and I'll have people that they'll talk about how much equity they have in their home or equity they have in their business. And I'm like, that equity only matters when you can realize the sale of the assets. And if you can't sell your business, if it's not sellable, then it's, it's not going to do you a lot of good. You know, so I, I look at this, uh, you know, my business right here, you know, the podcast is a big segment of the business. But the podcast itself is not very sellable because I can't just go to someone and say, hey, I've got this podcast audience. Why don't you buy my podcast and then you take it over and now you can talk to my audience unless they happen to be, you know, in small business and have an expertise and are able to talk about business consistently. They can't just buy it. And, and so I'm very limited in how well I could realize the sale of this podcast. 
even though there's a lot of value in it. And, and so I'm not going to put a high equity on the podcast. Now, the other things, you know, I've got trainings and licenses and different things at the company that those are a lot easier to transition. You know, you can always sell a license, but, but you know, an intangible uh, or blue sky, you know, you'll hear these kinds of phrases. Uh, they're, they're really hard to, to realize. And so I see people tucking in equity to, to kind of make up for the lack of what they really have. So step number one is, you know, get your equity and your assets lined up, make it tangible, make it realistic. How, how do, how do, uh, so if I'm approaching you say, okay, great. You're talking about equity financing my business. How do I understand what I have in equity in my business that I can leverage, uh, so that I know what those limits are and what value or what I maybe can access through the equity value of my company to help finance the growth of my company? Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good question, and I think I think that'll put some clarification by answering that. And I'm going to use an example here. So, let's say that I've got an asset in my company. I've got a vehicle, and I'm going to you know it's a commercial vehicle, so I'm going to value it at fifty thousand dollars, right? If I've got a $20,000 loan on that vehicle, then I have $30,000 of equity. The debt and the equity have to add up to the asset. So if the vehicle is worth $50,000, if the piece of equipment is worth $10,000, if the, uh, you know, the, the raw land is worth $200,000, whatever the asset is, then I look at how much debt I have on the asset and whatever's left after the debt is the equity portion. And so that's what I'm going to use to, to kind of get that, that foundation and that base. Now, sometimes people get a little bit uh, confused with like intellectual property. And you say, well, I've got this IP that, you know, it, it has value. And usually, you know, so let's say that I, I, I've got a patent and maybe I spent $10,000 on that patent. And, you know, the patent is valued at $3 million. It's really hard to say, well, I've got no debt because I just purchased, you know, the patent or the attorney services or whatever the case may be. And now, you know, it's worth $3 million. Um, you know, it, it's really hard to line that up. I'm not going to get that technical in, in this training. That, that's the kind of stuff that, if that starts getting over your head, then you need to work with, you know, an accountant or someone qualified who's going to be able to navigate those waters. But as a general rule, I'm just going to take my asset. I'm going to subtract out the debt and I'm going to say that's the equity portion that I have. Now, here's the important thing that I always like to look at. Either I'm paying for my business with my money, equity, or someone else's money, debt. That's the only way I can pay for my business. And so really what I care about is I want to know like who's paying for the business at the end of the day, who owns the business. And you hear a lot of talk about leveraging other people's money. And I'm like, that's great. But at the end of the day, they own your business. If you've got tons of debt and you have very little equity, then that just means that someone else owns your business. If you have very little debt or no debt, that just means that you own your business. And so I, I kind of like to look at it that way as, as ownership. Who owns it? Do I own it or does someone else own it? So let's talk a minute also about um, if I'm going to finance my company by equity, in some ways uh, it's misleading because I think, all right, there's only a couple of ways to access the equity in your, in your business. Mm -hmm. And that is one, I sell the asset 
and get the cash out of it and use the cash to grow up. Yep. But if the asset that I need to get the equity out of is the building that I'm in, I can't send the, sell the building that I'm in and then still do business because the building no longer exists. Right. So then I have to access the equity through debt, mm-hmm. which all of a sudden now you go, okay, wait a minute. So what's the value of accessing the equity via debt through my building versus actually going out and taking a traditional loan uh, to finance that growth, which is also debt. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, when I'm, when I'm looking at these scenarios and I'm actually going to just broaden this a little bit um, because I oversimplified equity and I said, it's your ownership. But if I bring in other investors, because that could be, you know, whether, whether you've got debt financing or outside equity, then, you know, it still is someone else who owns it. So I, I want to be clear that, uh, you know, not all equity is your personal ownership, but equity does mean that you have ownership. And, and yeah, you're, you're talking about how do, how do I access that money? Well, I can access it through selling the asset or I can access it through leveraging the asset, which creates a sale or creates a debt that, that I'm going to have in my company uh, when, I'm, when I'm using the, the equity or... I can access it by getting additional equity through the equity. So for example, on that, you know, building scenario that you talked about where you're saying, okay, I could, I could leverage against my building and, you know, buy equipment or remodel the building or purchase inventory or whatever the case may be. Um, You know, if I'm going to take that approach, I could also take that approach and go to investors and say, Hey, you want to dump some money into my business? Are you interested? And investors, smart investors, you know, accredited investors are going to look at the asset and, you know, they might stake a claim against the asset because now they have ownership in your company. And so, you know, they're willing to put their money in. And and this is one of the things like, man, if you learn nothing else from this training, uh, the most important thing when it comes to equity is that no one who is accredited is ever going to put money into your business without thinking that they're going to get substantially more out of it. They're not giving you money. I can't tell you how many, you know, young entrepreneurs have this whole idea that it's like, oh, people just want to invest because they're so excited about what I'm doing for the community or, you know, the technology that I've come up with. I'm like, no, they want return on their investment and that's why they're in it. That's why they're doing it. And they expect it to be substantial. They want to double, triple, quadruple, 10 times what they put in is what they expect to get out. And, you know, I like the word that you used that return on investment. Cause that's exactly right. They want a return on their investment. Just instead of putting it in the stock market, I'm investing in you knowing that I am going to get an equal or greater return. Yeah. And you've, you've got to, you've got to get away from the, mindset of loans to understanding that people are looking at you for an investment, including banking banks and other commercial lenders. Uh, they still view you as, are, are we investing in someone that's going to give us a good return? Mm-hmm. Now, I want to talk about uh, the four Fs, friends, family, and fools. <laughs> former, uh, former family and friends. <laughs> I was going to say, you can fill in whatever the fourth F is. <laughs> I'm not allowed to say it on air. <laughs> So uh, friends, family, and fools will oftentimes invest in your business. And uh, I am a strong advocate against this. Uh, I, I don't think it is ethical to go to your grandparents 
and convince <laughs> them to take money that, you know, they're on a fixed income. Yeah, their house is paid for, but stop taking their money. That's their money and getting them to invest in your brilliant idea. Uh, people use equity as a way to skirt the fact that they're not willing to risk their own idea. They're not willing to put their own skin in the game. And this goes back to that sweat equity. Anyone tells me that they want to do sweat equity. I'm like, no, for, for me, I, I have a hard and fast. I will not do business with you. I will not partner with you unless you are willing to put skin in the game uh, just because it changes things. You think about things differently. You're, you, you put more thought into it. You put more care into it. Uh, anyone that is willing to put sweat equity in, to me, sweat equity is worth almost zero. And I don't care if you're working 40 hours, 80 hours a week on this thing, if, if you're super dedicated. And, and I'm like, mm-mm. I'm sorry. If, if your skill set is that amazing, go out and get a job with it, get some money, and then come back and talk to me when you have some money behind you. Uh, I've seen more deals go south with sweat equity. I've seen more deals go south when you start borrowing from family members, especially family members that love you. And that's why they're lending to you. They're not accredited. This is not money that they have that's disposable. Don't don't go down that road. If you don't trust your own idea to put your own money in, or this is my favorite, I'll see people that are just like, well, I can't afford that. Then don't ask others to afford that. Like if it's too much of a risk for you, it's too much of a risk for them. And, and just don't do it. If the banks aren't willing to give you a loan on it, find out why. There's a reason. Like this is not a good deal. And maybe it can become a good deal. There, you know, there are things you can do to improve this, but it's not a good deal. And don't don't pass that bad deal on to others. That's just unethical to me. So let's talk a minute about advantages of. We've talked about many advantages of. <laughs> Thank you for bringing it positive. You're like, uh, let's <clears throat> let's not lecture them and make this so harsh anymore. <laughs> Actually, I agree with everything you've said. So. <laughs> But I'm just glad you said it, not me. Well, I've said it to many people, so <laughs> you just happen to be the one to say it today. All right, let's 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 so, go positive here. So uh, let's talk about another advantage of equity, and that is interest rates tied to either commercial debt versus equity debt, and mm -hmm. and what you find regarding that, because there's uh, in almost every case I find interest rates tend to be better when we use equity financing than what we do with debt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so to just oversimplify, honestly, I feel like that's a that's a complicated question. And, uh, you know, the training that we're doing, I, I think is I mean, you summed it up at the at the basic level. Uh, I like to I like to put something out there. Debt is expensive on the front end. Equity is expensive on the back end. Right. Uh, and so, you know, when do you want to pay for it? Uh, do you do you want to, you know, like debt? should be cheaper than equity in the long run, right? And, you know, you're talking about interest rates and making them favorable, but still think about what you're putting out there. Think about, you know, are, are, are you risking debt, which is backed up by, you know, some form of collateral or some form of, you know, a payment that you're going to make, or are you risking equity, which equity, it could be backed up by nothing, which that's why people want to get paid more because there's more risk involved, or uh, for you, the owner, if you start giving away equity, 
you know, how much do people, how much are they tied to your business? How much control do they have of your business? Uh, you know, and so, so I would just look at it and I would say that's cheap on the front end equities, uh, excuse me, that's expensive on the front end equities, expensive on the back end. Um, you know, where do you want to, where do you want to have to pay for it? But I, I do agree with you that, you know, look at your options, uh, look at your financing options. And if you can, you know, if you can get more favorable terms, uh, make sure you understand that, make sure that you know your pros and cons of, of the different, you know, financing options and equity is financing. Even if it's your own $5,000 that you just dumped into a business to get it started, you financed that. And you know, that's, it, it's a form of financing. So I want to kind of know your opinion. I'll share my opinion and I'd like to know yours. <clears throat> if I have the option to do either debt or equity financing, uh, I'm going to tend to tell someone to go um, equity just generally because if they, well, let me rephrase that. If they, if I can clearly see they know what they're doing, they understand that they have good business acumen, I'm always going to tell them to do equity at um, just because the interest rates tend to be lower. And um, when it's said and done, you're going to put a personal guarantee on most loans anyway. So, so you think that you, by doing strictly debt that might can protect my assets. Well, that's rarely the case because of those personal guarantees when you sign on the dotted line that says, no, all my assets uh, can be taken or put up for sale if I have to meet the obligations of the loan. Yeah. Um, what are your views on that? So uh, you made a comment early on, and I'm going to hit on this comment. Uh, you actually paused and said, you know, you're like, I'm going to you know, recommend that someone use equity. And they're like, well, if they know what they're doing, I'm going to recommend that they, they use equity. Um, that to me is the distinguishing factor. Uh, I, I'm very leery of people getting into equity if they, if they don't have experience or if they don't have, you know, good mentors, or if they, yeah, equity can really ride away from you. Uh, to me, yes, debt is more common and established, and it's easier to start with. Uh, so, you know, if I go and get a bank loan, or even if I go and get a credit card loan, uh, those terms are pretty laid out, and I can just do a calculation on it. But equity, the the calculation is not as cut and dry. You know, A plus B doesn't equal C. It's like A plus B can equal C or D or E, depending if this happens, you know, like there's, there's, <laughs> there's, there, there's some variability that, you know, that you need to look at um, with, you know, with equity. Uh, the other thing that I'm looking at is to me, if I'm going to use equity, uh, more important than the money is the management. Uh, I actually want to know if the person investing equity, do they have expertise that's going to help my business grow? Because I don't actually want someone's equity that doesn't have that expertise. Uh, that causes problems because if it's strictly an investment and they're not providing any sort of management or expertise or mentoring or something like that to the business, then the uh, the issue that you have is you're you're just you're kind of beholden to this owner who's not really into your business uh, you know because equity is ownership and if someone owns my company would you hire someone to manage your company that has zero experience no you wouldn't so why would you bring them on as an owner and so you know i'm always looking at the you know the resume of the person that's doing equity and saying okay do i trust this person to make good sound business decisions they might have the money 
But if they don't have the business acumen that I need for my industry, then it's probably not a good deal. And I like that you brought up that uh, equity when you bring in partners is very complex. Mm-hmm. And that we think we forget that, that as a sole proprietor equity is very, it's a lot easier to understand. But when we have multiple investors and in a corporation, LSC, et cetera, uh, that equity is very challenging to manage and, and to access because you need to have everyone on board when you start going down that road. So keep that in mind that as you're structuring uh, your organization and if you're really wanting to grow and establish equity and then to be able to use it in the future, that it's going to be a lot more complex with multiple uh, owners, partners, investors, whatever term you want to use. And they're all slightly different um, in that organization. So be very, very careful when you go down that road. And there's there's some good documents out there that help you structure that, um, that, uh, you know, that, well, someone like Ryan smart enough to... <laughs> He has a lot of those that he uses and used them in the past, but I don't know if he's going to give them away for free. But we 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 actually, if if you uh, go to our Learn Desk page, so the website is learndesk.us, and if you search for marketing management and money, then there are some trainings that are going to cover this. Uh, so if you want to go deeper into, you know, understanding debt and equity, uh, we actually even tie in cash flow uh, on that. Uh, so, you know, those trainings are there and they break them down to, to make a ton of sense for, for small businesses. So th- there's my shameless plug that, uh, yeah, I think I've got an amazing training out there because people that do it love it. So there you have it. And just, you know, wrapping up as we're getting short on time now, um, what about, I mean, because a lot of times we talk about equity, but it's important to understand that that's one of the things I also want to grow in my company is equity so that I can leverage it as an asset into the future to help me grow my business even faster. Um, and maybe we probably ought to just do an own, our own, own episode just on that one because <laughs> thinking about it now, there's... I don't know that we can do it justice. So, you're, you're like in wrapping up. up like, yeah. I brought up something that now I've sunk our ship that we're going to have to do an episode on or or reference back to one. Sorry. The, 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 this is what I just heard. So just in wrapping up, would you talk about all the causes that led to World War II and then the <laughs> aftermath of uh, the technological advancements that we received? But yeah. Uh, I, 30 goodness. second elevator pitch. I got this one, you know. I, yes. Um, there's an equity debt balance. Um, you know, don't be afraid of debt. You want to have some debt. Correct. Uh, it depends if you're a service-based company, if you carry inventory, that's going to have a huge impact as to whether you're debt or equity. Um, you know, looking at things like having an open line of credit, uh, you know, like that's technically debt, but it's access to cash. Uh, you know, you get into cash flow management, like there's there's, there, there, yeah. there's a good bit. So, uh, you know, we were going to summarize this with, uh, you know, w- with just doing a three-part series. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are now doing a four-part series. And I, I think what we'll do is uh, we'll jump into on part four. Uh, let, let's cover an overview of just, you know, financial strategy. Oh, yeah, that would be a good one. You know, I, I think yeah. that would be a better way to to wrap this up than to just wrap it up on, on equity. So right. is that fair enough? Yeah, that's, do? that's cool. I'm, I can do that one because financial strategy is uh, fascinating and a lot of fun. 
Okay. Sounds good. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, we hope you uh, appreciated part three and then uh, we'll be back with part four. Thanks everyone. Take control of your business today. Go to learndesk.us and search marketing management and money for the small business insights you've always wanted. Be sure to stay tuned for new episodes on the first and third Wednesdays of every month and make sure to subscribe to be notified when we release bonus content such as interviews and short discussions. 